Hello, baby. Guys and beans. <laughs> guys and beans? <laughs> That's right. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, guys and beans. Welcome. Like from Fall Guys. That's oh, are they true. beans? Yes, they are. Yeah. That is B E A uh and <laughs> and here's the thing, I worked on that campaign, um, one of the campaigns, and um here's the here's the here's a little insight here. This is not this is not like a thing. Is this lore? Uh, this is kind of lore where they they wanted to reiterate to us that the beans and fall guys do not actually get hurt, like they okay. it is a wholesome. They're fine. Like they're fine. Like and so we had a campaign again. This this is already passed. Um, where you know they had to like promote the game and they're like, by the way, whatever you do, it cannot be violent because fall guys is not a violent game. These nothing okay. bad happens <laughs> to these beans. No um, beans were there's... injured. There's yeah. a game that I have uh, horseshoes, uh, sorry, hot dogs, horseshoes, and hand grenades, <laughs> which is a it's a VR game and it's like a, I, I guess it's like a, a like a, a, re, a realistic firearm, firearm simulator. simulator. It's like yeah. everything is like physics based and all the guns like you know like they behave like they would in real life, but all the enemies are just like sentient like hot dog like meat monsters. Okay. The dev has said that when you kill them, they just get transferred into the body of another meat monster. They never actually die. They just get reincarnated, like shoved into another meat tube. I always think this is kind of funny when we, you know, when we, um, when it comes to the violence in video games, which I know obviously mm-hmm. people know that it causes violence to other people. Just kidding. Um, but I remember sitting down. <laughs> You know, like, you know how, like, you might go to Chuck E. Cheese as a kid, and you're waiting for the food, so you kind of just walk around watching other kids play, right? Yeah. And if they, if no one's playing, maybe you'll just sit through and watch the uh, the attract mode of an arcade game, right? Where they play, like, a trailer, or they play the, t- the tutorial, right? And something I've noticed, or something I noticed, is that in the Jurassic Park video games... You know how you have, you have, like, a gun, basically, right? You're shooting a gun at them, but... Yeah. It's not bullets. You're shooting tranquilizer darts, and it, I and I remember like watching like the attract you know the tutorial thing. You're like, oh yeah, use your tranquilizer to take down these you know, the dinosaurs, and it, yeah. it's true because in the first game, at the end at the end when it shows you like the epilogue, it shows them like putting the T Rex into like a cage. Like so, I was like, oh yeah, we didn't just fucking kill like a well, I guess a one million dollar <laughs> investment according to the, the the iconic Jurassic Park. Sorry, Jurassic World dinosaur auction scene where there's only like a, a million dollars for a T Rex. Um, I I so I still haven't seen Jurassic World two and no spoilers, but I just saw a clip from it on Twitter that like <laughs> blew my mind. Where okay. it was like it was like a thread about the editing in that movie, and uh-huh. there was like a scene where it showed Bryce Dallas Howard and Laura Dern standing next to each other in one part of a room. And then the immediate the third next movie. cut. The second one. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. Then the immediate next cut 
was Laura Dern standing next to like Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum in a completely different part of the room with no transition of her walking or anything. It was just like, like the music was playing. So you could tell there was no editing in the middle. It was just Laura Dern and, and, you know, and uh, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. And then she just teleported to another part of the room with one cut. It was great. Yeah. I don't remember that, but I won't be surprised because that movie sucked. Yeah. (laughs) That's Jurassic World Dominion. More like Dominionize these nuts. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Dominionize? More, Dominions? Yeah, more like, yeah by the way. Yeah, Dominions. Dominions. Uh, I don't know if this the is a, 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 there's a... There's a queue in uh, in uh, Jurassic World Dominion called Da Plane and Dakar. And okay. I don't... I don't know what that's a reference to. I know Michael Giacchino is a fucking idiot who like... Wait, is that his... the... No, is that... Um... Fuck! What is it? It's uh, uh, Hervé Velichez or whatever. The Duplane, Duplane. It's like Fantasy Island. Oh, is that, is that what that reference to? Yeah, Fantasy. Let me look it up. Fantasy Island, Duplane. Let me tell you. Yeah. On my Fantasy Island, there is no planes. Yeah, because it was a TV show in the in the seventies. Uh, let's see. Was that was I right on the actor? Yeah, Hervé Velichez. He was uh uh. A little little person, um, I guess, and he would always shout, "The plane is here." Okay, that's a weird. <laughs> oh. That's a weird thing. The plane. Yeah. The plane. Uh, anyway, guys, welcome to the bonus feed of Style Direction Avenger Podcast about the stuffiness. I'm Ethan M. Long. Uh, I'm Spencer DSO, <laughs> and I'm MJ. <laughs> Welcome, are you everybody. St- are you looking at some the planes and the cars? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at planes right now. I just love planes. And oh, trains. Um, automobiles. Uh, and uh, welcome, everyone. This is the bonus episode where we talk about whatever. There's no... Well, there's some men's were in here. There's some movie <laughs> Sometimes talk. we talk about movies also. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but this one, this one's another casual one. I know last time was Elvis. This one's just a little personal episode. A little P.E., as I call them. Physical um, education. No exercise. Yes. Yeah. I hate it. I know we talked about this last time. I hate running the mile. That was, well, actually, no, that's a call forward, actually, to the next episode. Oh, is that not, uh, has that episode not come out yet? No, well, that's, we just recorded that one. That one's going to come out in August, in, in, uh, ah, in September. In Augie? No, it's not Augie because we're off, Seppy? remember? Yeah, Seppy. Septi. Septi doggy. Can I have a Seppy cup? Please do. Um, yeah. how, how has, how has everyone's style been going at any fits lately? How's my style? Like... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like we know, we don't really talk. I mean, this is a good, this is a good way for us to talk about outfits without, uh, Ooh. you know, any, any like big topic, like corralling it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like anything um, lately. I mean, like... I have been, I have been wearing my, I guess, uh, like gab pants more recently. You saw me wear my gray pants, but I like, oh yeah, I'm very proud of khakis. you. Just because, I mean, even like, you know, when you're at home, like, you know, Big wide pants, those are comfy, man. And so yeah. I just, uh, I've just been throwing those on. Yeah, I, uh, um, I mean, I'm always wearing trousers. So yeah, I think I, I think I told you. I also want to. I'm curious. I wanted. Well, I'm not curious. I just want to experiment with incorporating like spectators, kind of, oh. into uh, into outfits, like a different. You know, I've just, I don't know. I have. Uh, Wouldn't it be I easier if you had them. loafers though, like the spectator loafers? Like, this, like that, would it be... would be easier. But you know, maybe it's a it's a fun challenge. I feel like the black and white ones can look kind of cool, but they could also look like I'm like a uh, Ryan Reynolds in La La Land. Um, doesn't 
Yeah, I was about to say it's either that. Uh, I think the guy in Nathan for you. I, I don't think he wore spectators, but I think it was like two tone sneakers, like yeah. a white and like a tan. Oh, and I was like, yeah, you know. What about mm-hmm. what about you, MJ? What have you been wearing lately that you've been like, oh, hell yeah? Uh, the uh, the Atelier Fugue. Uh, I don't like. I don't want to say hand me down because it's not like it went. <laughs> you didn't give it to me because it was old. <laughs> you gave it to me because it was. Uh, being replaced <laughs> i mean room. it's old and replaced like that's that, <laughs> yeah. that that's but it's not like of... you it, it's i don't know it's different because it was still like newish um you don't yeah, have to expose the, me like the, that the, like the no like the, I, it, it had passed its time because it's not it's too slim for me now because i do own stuff that it's just they're old <laughs> so it's okay like... okay sure but you've been wearing your suit a lot yeah uh yeah with your marnie shirt. stuff yeah. yeah marnie lots of rayon right now it's oh hot marnie over. it's yeah. hot over here for you know our Utopia. non-west coast uh <laughs> non-west coast listeners yeah i mean it's it's actually uh yeah it's been pretty hot um thank god i got air conditioning in my room now yeah t-g-i-g-a-c-i-m-r yeah, yeah i think so yeah okay yeah it. yep <laughs> Um, I've been wearing, the thing is, there's nothing to me that's like, that's that crazy. Cause I feel like I, I go in cycles and I archive things, you know, um, obviously a lot of my looks with ties, uh, bring me like sport, uh, check jackets or odd jackets, but then I've been wearing my DBs a lot, which is a, kind of like the way for me to, uh, uh excuse me, take a shot, um, to wear like my, I wore my, uh, anthology knit t-shirt semi recently and I that was that. a lot of fun. Um, wore that with my green Atelier Fugue suit. Just been wearing DB. I wore like DBs like, like a lot. Obviously, <laughs> they're just so good. I mean, listen yeah, to our they're episode good. We did it, a whole episode know? about them. And uh, yeah, I mean, they're like you know. I, I saw Doug recently, and he when he hung out with me, he wore a suit. And he had like a date night like after me, and so he wore his DB. And he's been collecting Picasso T-shirts uh, recently, which is hmm. uh, I'm not trying to like. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Doug, that I'm like sharing your your steez with people, um, but there there is um, like '90s Picasso t. I guess it's kind of like Dolly ties, except they're like '90s t-shirts instead. Mm. But they're really good. Um, I don't know how expensive they are. Um, I'm gonna do a quick check. Quick check. You uh, quick QC. A quibby. Quibby. Um, I'm look at Picasso vintage t-shirt. Let's see here. Yeah, they're like eighty bucks a pop. That's a lot. Okay. Um, but Ooh. I mean, they're kind of cool. Uh, yeah, and again, cool. this always goes back to me, like looking up a John Williams T-shirt, of which there are appropriately not any uh, John Williams T-shirts, uh, and a couple of uh, Leonard Bernstein ones. But yeah, he's been wearing that with some DBs, and I'm like, hell yeah, brother. Um, that is nice. I'm looking at these now. I like these. Um, I also feel like it wouldn't be hard to replicate these, you know, <laughs> like, um, I mean, you could technically draw, I mean, they, no offense to Picasso over here, but you could draw, <laughs> I could do could that. Draw, yeah. Draw some cubes. One of one. Huh? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's how we thought about, again, not to make this too much of a stream, but we did see the, so dark, the con of man shirt, which I still <laughs> love, but it still, it does feel like a DIY shirt that I could just do myself. And technically, if you think about it, you know, Jacques Saunier 
the curator of the Louvre did technically DIY it with his own blood because uh, Silas was Silas shot him and he had to leave some <laughs> cues for his granddaughter and uh, famed sexy professor Robert Langton. Oh, you're talking <laughs> about, of course, the symbologist. Yeah, the symbologist Robert Langton. Yeah. By the way, uh, there was a, there was a question that said, "What is the most recent Langdon uh, adventure?" And I was like, "Oh, it's not the Lost Symbol because that's that's like that's the one that came out like when I was in like college." And the answer is, um, and it's not Inferno either because it's it, Inferno came out after that, and it's uh, it's called Origin. Hmm. And I wonder what is that is. It a prequel? I don't know because remember the lost sim- sim- the lost symbol was like not a prequel, but then they like refit it to be a prequel. Which I gotta finish that fucking show, man. <laughs> I gotta see what happens to to sexy Robert Langdon. Yeah, what and, happened and to that our one? Pirate site that that had those. What was up with that? The anti peacock. Yeah, <laughs> the, uh, I mean it's weird because it's like, is it a prequel? Because they use smartphones in that, and smartphones are kind of not there in like you know the other movies i mean the um, other movies also came out and like you know it's it's like a reboot i guess oh re- like, yeah i guess reboot yeah, yeah. um i mean I, I wish it could be like hannibal right we're like i mean originally hannibal the show was gonna go through like red dragon i think or one of the first or like, even like a, do their own version of silence of the lambs which i always like i like seeing like people take stuff of movies and then turning them into like you know a longer format and again, another plug for the TV show Snowpiercer that we have <laughs> referenced like three times on this podcast. That I've, like, I, I haven't seen. seen a single episode of the TV show. <laughs> Me neither. No yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's like the Perry Mason TV show, which is a prequel to the 50s TV show or whatever they, uh, that actually existed. Um, but hey, speaking of prequels and a little preview for, I guess, the main topic of the episode, I did see someone wa- I watched um the uh uncharted movie whatever um from i think it's the, just called like, uncharted yeah i watched uncharted from the uh from the from someone else's tv uh, screen on on the flight back um last night yeah <laughs> which i i think that that has to be a prequel right because of course tom holland is a little baby boy and then mark Wahlberg is an old man with a mustache so yeah um, yeah that's that's kind of doing the same thing where okay it's, yeah where it's I mean, it's like, I mean, like all video game movies, it's just like loosely based on the actual uh-huh. like game. So I, I got to say, I saw some questionable CGI and green screen in that movie. Did we watch Maybe... it together, MJ? I never, I never yeah, saw we did. that. Yeah, it's like, it's like not bad, but also I mean, like they don't really a... kill anybody. But I it's guess just, well, they people die, but fall. It's, it's not like. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Okay, they're not. That's not Indiana Jones where they get like it's like you're like this guy's yeah. dead because he's I mean, getting shot. He, but he still like kicks people off of like the off spoilers the for Uncharted. Boat. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Like when they airlift yeah. the ship and he like kicks them off the edge of the boat, and they fall in the water or like they hit like a cliff or something. Hey, you gotta find the treasure. I'm Mike Wahlberg. I'm a Catholic. Hey, you just gotta find that treasure, man. What, what's the movie? Where's the treasure? Father, Father Stew or something like that? Yeah, Father Stew. <laughs> yeah, talking about the Stew Man. Hey, I'm Father Stew. I'm a I'm a Catholic. I'm a priest. Okay. I'm sick. I'm sick. Yeah. I, gotta, I, gotta... I got ALS. I'm a priest. Damn it. He makes pudding at six a.m. 
Yeah. Let's Man, go work out. More, I'm a priest. You heard more of that trailer than I did. <laughs> like, that was a crazy trailer. Father Stew? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. Where was their pudding in there? I don't remember that. I don't know about the pudding. I don't. Oh, it's it's uh, it's a reference to another stew. Uh, stew stew pickles. Oh, okay. There you go. Hey, I'm I making I'm making I'm the Rugrats dad over here. That's not Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> oh, wasn't that such a great great preview? Uh, if you want to listen to the whole thing, you can go to Patreon.com/slash Stone Direction. Gives you access to all of our bonus episodes in full, as well as access to our Patreon Discord, which is a great place to talk with other men's or people, you know, give us topics for future episodes, and uh, just hang out. And at $10 a month, uh, nothing really new to those tiers other than we thank you, personally, of course. So thank you to Austin Malott, Shane Curry, Fibligard, Jared Colian, and Henrik Wilberg. We appreciate you guys so much. Again, we are taking a break for the month of August, but we'll be back in September with uh, with three months or whatever was it, two episodes a month times three. So that's six more episodes before the close of the year. Some great stuff to round out the year, including topics on, you know, effort as well as whether or not we think menswear is creative or, or how creative is it? to be into menswear as a personal endeavor. We're gonna get into all that, might change, who knows, but keep your eyes open, keep your ears open for more episodes of Sound Direction. And there's also a bonus episode for you lucky patrons in August. So enjoy, we'll see you soon. Bye. <laughs>